BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, Doug, it's Thursday, December 7th, 2023, and we were just hanging out with today's guest. Oh, so I've narrowed it down to a couple people. (laughs) Yeah, we were in San Antonio, Texas, had a great time doing Doug Loves Movies at LOL Comedy Club in aforementioned S.A., I like to call it S.A. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. Do you ever say you don't call it that, do you? I definitely do not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People, that's what people say ATX for Austin. But I don't think anybody actually says that. Right. Well, like for Portland, uh, some say PDX, but then that's the code for the airport. So I just think you're talking about the airport um but uh you brought your dog to the show that was nice (laughs) that was the first time where i had somebody say i saw your dog at ucb somebody had followed penny on instagram and they're like i was at that show she was on stage at that's never happened that was crazy yeah, you did Doug Loves Movies one time in L.A. and uh, and the um, the uh, your dog went out there and really soaked in the uh, the, aud- <laughs> yeah. the audience love. It. Yeah. <laughs> so so our guest is I buried the lead. Our guest is Chad Daniels, and uh, he's texting me now saying I haven't gotten the link. So uh, I guess maybe he has a funky uh, email or something. So uh, while the theme song plays, we're going to work this shit out. Let's go to work. Hello, Chad Daniels. Well, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You know sure. Doug. I sure do. He <laughs> beat me not too long ago in this this event. Oh, well, you know, that was, of course, uh, on Doug Loves Movies. We did an episode in SA. Is that what you call it, Chad? I do, but you have to be careful 
when you say SA down there. So I call it San Antonio sometimes. San Ann, I'll even call it. I'll abbreviate it. Oh, oh, San Ann. That seems very presumptuous. Yeah. San yeah. Ann. Well, the it's world good to be is here changing. In San Ann. Um, it is a changing world, but I will never forget the Alamo. Have you been? I have, and I was so surprised. I mean, even after watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> I still was surprised at the just this minimalist little cabin. The the lack of a basement. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's uh it's weird. And it's also just weirdly near like dude, they've really not set off a big perimeter, like there's stuff really close to it. Like it's not like that isolated, really. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Like, and there's, like, like a, there's a hotel or something right there you can just walk out of, and then you're like standing in front of the Alamo. Yeah, there's a bar right across the street. I don't know if you guys have been in that, but it's or like kind of almost connected. But it's from that maybe that time period, maybe a little after. But man, it reminds you. I'm a short dude, but like people were just so miniature back then. You walk in and like, <laughs> there's like a, you can have drinks on a little balcony overlooking the bar, but like I have to duck to, to get up there. Like I have to duck down when I'm standing up. Like you can't, it's meant for standing room, but it's so tiny. It's so crazy. Those wars must've been adorable. That battle. <laughs> <laughs> they were, that's, that's why the generals, they picked them up by the back of their shirts and moved them like chess pieces. <laughs> uh, what about the river walk? Did you experience that as well? I have, yeah. It startled me because I went down the river walk and then I heard <laughs> some woman screaming and cursing. And so I thought something kind of bad was going on, but it was somebody ordering food on the patio of Dick's last resort or whatever that, that restaurant where they're supposed to be mean to you. Oh, cool. <laughs> it really startled me. Cause I thought there was a fight going on and it was just someone taking an order. That's a real thing. So it's... Yeah. Oh, God. oh my God. Yeah. I can't, I would like, I can't get out of there fast enough. A, a, a restaurant where the the bad service and and being rude is like, you know, the point of it. Like, right, exactly. I can't, I can't just sit there and put up with it, you know, because just like, there's no, there's no winning really. Because if you, you know, if you make jokes back, it just creates a real awkwardness. Because you know, most most customers probably just sit there and take it. I don't think so. I think it's a weird like food S&M situation. <laughs> it's yeah. like speaking to Andy Kindler, like he used to have a joke about how they have, you know, <laughs> uh, this is years ago, but it still creeps into the conversation every once in a while. Uh, like somebody is trying to open up a haunted restaurant and, uh, you know, like that's the theme of the restaurant is that it's haunted and uh you know, and, just, and Andy's just like, that's the last thing I need is to, to be scared while eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it is such a crazy idea. But, you know, we do it at, when we see horror movies all the time. We sit there, uh, you know, munching on popcorn while, while we're also waiting for a jump scare. So there's probably a lot of people that choke to death <laughs> at movie theaters, especially if they have full 
meal service. So we're in SA, and yes, uh, SA sounds like you're saying uh, it's an ethnic reference of some kind, well, a very right. specific kind. Um, there's a guy in the band 311 who uh, his name is, uh, he goes by S.A. Martinez is his okay. uh is his name and uh it's pretty you know it's pretty cool call getting to call him SA. But uh do you know what his real name is, Chad? Um it's Steven Angelino. <laughs> I just meant the first name, but I appreciate the over guessing and uh I don't even know about the Angelino part, but uh his real first name <laughs> is Doug. <laughs> isn't that wild i mean when i found out his name was doug i was like okay this really settles my point that proves my point that no two dugs are alike That's um incredible because he's really not not at all what you'd expect from a doug but um how do you feel about dogs i want to ask you first chad daniels do you like dogs I do. I'm actually petting a dog right now who is, um, so here's what I was able to do. I was able to go get myself a, uh, golden doodle that had been left behind. Um, oh. everybody, everybody wanted these new, you know, these new puppies. Right. And so, so people and, think you have like a store-bought dog. Right, right, right. So then you, you know, a lot I, of dirty saw, looks when you're walking it. Not really, because I kind of live in an area where I think some of the kids here are probably genetically altered a little bit for sports. But oh, um, I see. yeah, it's a it's a very uh, hockey neighborhood that I live in. But um, so golden doodles are normally right when you read about them, people go, oh, well, they can be service animals and they can be, uh, you know, helpful in a hospital situation, they can go into a hospital and, and calm the patients down. Well, this dog, uh, anytime you stop petting it, it sits up and looks around like all hell is about to break loose. And, you know, I don't have anxiety, but this dog is fairly anxiety inducing. Oh, but I will tell you, I love the guy to death. He is named uh, Poe after the panda in Kung Fu Panda. Nice. And uh, and he is legit same same demeanor as the character. It's incredible. <laughs> this is like the opposite of a therapy dog. Oh yeah, this this <laughs> really gets you jazzed up. Where you're like, is there someone outside my window? Why does he keep getting up and looking out there? But um, Did, but so yeah, was I, the dog I the dog him. was was the dog named before you? uh knew about this personality trait yes we named him before and uh my daughter and i we decided to write down three names each that we wanted to name the dog and we both wrote poe down three times so we had six votes for poe unknowingly what? yeah kung fu panda man i gotta tell you i think it is <laughs> such an incredible movie it has so many great lessons I mean, right. I mean, you got a lot of Confucius stuff in there. And so it's a kid's movie, of course, but it's also there's a scene with a peach tree that, you know, I I give it 80 percent credit for getting me through my divorce. It really is incredible. It's about 
letting go of control and everything. So my kids and I love that movie. And uh, we named uh, the dog Poe. And then I'd like to tell you this, if I may quickly. Uh, I was walking Poe. And then this woman came up. There were a bunch of campers around because I was walking by a campsite. And this woman came over and goes, oh, my God, your dog's so beautiful. I just want to pet him. Thank you. And then she goes, Stevie, Stevie, come here. And then this man came over to pet the dog. And then he said, uh, what's your dog's name? And I said, it's Poe. And he goes, oh, that rhymes with no. That's a pretty stupid name for a dog. <laughs> and, I just, and I just go, is it Stevie? <laughs> you you grown ass man is Poe a dumb name for a dog <laughs> yeah because I I was letting you tell the story obviously but when you said Stevie and you're talking about adult man I cringed I was, yeah it is weird yeah. I could hear it, it I heard weird. Doug cringe uh, when that <laughs> happened um, here's a random question about never thought about this but you know you're talking about your dog living up north with harsh winters i mean like if it's negative seven out are the dogs okay like what do you do you just rush them out and in to pee and stuff yeah i mean they normally rush themselves out and in but um i definitely when uh it's below zero i put um little like shoot little boots on them Okay, wow. Because I mean, otherwise, um, it can start to freeze their pads if they're out there for too long or if it, oh, you know, God, it can, yeah. it, you know, the ice crystals, if it, you know, if it yeah. melts and then refreezes, it can cut their pads. So I have his, uh, his boots on quite a bit in the winter. Yeah, that's wild. That yeah, we really have the opposite cool. here. Our dog right, is the summer The ground here. gets too hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean dogs, you have to wear boots uh, for that, you know. Yeah, with, yeah, for sure. Dogs have been so, uh, you know, domesticated over the years that, like, uh, I, I don't think they can handle extremes of any kind on their feet. You know, I think they, I think they should all get shoes. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> all dogs deserve shoes, or at least, or at least booties, or something. You know, something's got to be going on down there because, like. I think I think it's so easy to take it for granted. There's just something about dogs, especially like ones that just have resting happy face, that like they could be dying from the heat or the cold yeah. and look right. look adorable doing it, you know? Yeah. But I right. think shoes then- are bad because they sweat through their paws. Oh. So I think you need the ventilation. So it's so you gotta can get, get into a lose lose territory. It's weird. Maybe yeah, flip flops. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, flip flops. In case, in case your dog steps on a pop top. Spuds um. McKenzie shoes. <laughs> hey, does, and then you, yeah, I don't know what kind of shoes he wears. He's rich. <laughs> he should have shoes if he's got the money for it. Um. Okay, so. Here's a fun thing. Uh, Doug defeated Chad at the recent Doug Loves Movie spoiler, but um, if you haven't heard it yet, but that's a reason to listen right there. Uh, Doug Mellard winning Doug Loves Movies is pretty exciting. <laughs> More uh, exciting. Yeah. He has a lot, of, be... a lot of knowledge of J-Lo movies. Well, now, <laughs> I could ask Doug 
a good question that he's going to not, I, I'm guessing, I'm predicting he's not going to be able to answer. And then I'm going to ask you the same question, Chad, and you are going to okay. know the answer. It's, this is how okay. I predict this is going to turn out. Uh, it's going to be three for three, Doug. Uh, give me the full titles of the three Kung Fu Panda films. I am out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I, Just I'm take super going to watch this. Just take a guess. I, you Kung Fu Panda, that that's the first equals. one. What's that? Kung Fu Panda, that's the uh-huh. first one. Okay. And Kung Fu Panda 2, uh, Kung Fu Harder. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know Go if I've it. ever seen What's the first one all called? the way through. I don't Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> Kung Fu with a Vengeance, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously they would do that. Uh, go ahead and tell them what they are, Chad. I got to tell you, I I didn't know there was more stuff to them. There oh, isn't. Whoa. That's, oh, the whole, that's, that? that's, that's the whole bit. They're just Kung Fu Panda, Kung <laughs> Fu Panda 2, and Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I thought. But after <laughs> after you said it, I was like, oh, God, I've I've failed at this before. Yeah, I think Pixar does it with like the Toy Stories and the Cars generally just have a number, but like for se- for sequels to just have a number has become such a rarity. Uh, I guess for kids, true. you want to keep it short. Yeah, yeah, but well, I figured uh, Kung Fu Panda Panties. Four is coming out in March. Oh Ooh. my God, are you? What are you doing to contain yourself? <laughs> well, we're going to be in Mexico for my son's wedding, and I think we're all going to try to go. Oh, no, wow. no way. Interesting. Yeah. How much Spanish do you know? Not a, I know essay. And <laughs> other than that, not a, not a ton, but I would. Uh, so we're going to be staying at a resort that has, um, I don't know. It was explained to me there are three different tiers where you need bracelets. And I suggested that as the in the wedding gift bag that you give everybody when they show up, that you give them a mm-hmm. bracelet kit that you can mm-hmm. color the bracelet specific to what you want to do. But I would oh. like to, uh, there's a movie theater there and I would like to go see it. And I would assume since this resort's going to be filled with gringos that it would be in English, but we'll, I don't know. We'll have to see. And you already know what movie's going to be playing there? Well, I don't. I'm hoping because it actually comes out. <laughs> yeah, it comes out the um, the Friday we get there, and then we leave the next Sunday. So I'll have a little bit of time to see if it gets there. But yeah, but you just don't know. Like, did you have you looked at the cinema and see if it shows current movies or if they just show nonsense? It took me a couple weeks to figure out how to rent my room, so I'm not going to go looking for <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> in March, I think that would be a bad idea. When we we went to uh, Thailand for our honeymoon, and the movie, uh, this I think it's called Skyscraper with Dwayne the Rock Johnson was out, yeah. and there were like billboards and things for it everywhere, and when, when people would ask us like we'd run out other tourists all the time. And when they'd ask us, like, you know, what, what are you guys doing in Thailand? Instead of saying honeymoon, it felt like a, like a kind of, not lame answer, but generic. We just said, we kept, I kept telling people, and I wouldn't let up, uh, that uh, we were in 
every time The Rock has a new movie out, we go to a different country to watch it opening weekend. <laughs> and we, I would never let on that it was a joke. And we would just kind of like, no, nah, yeah, he's like our favorite movie star. And people, we'd walk away and they'd just be like, we just met the weirdest fucking couple. That is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. But if you had a lot of money and you were a couple who enjoyed a particular actor, I think that sounds really fun. I, so. <laughs> I, I don't know that. if I would I don't know if I would hate that someone telling me that or if I would immediately ask them where they went for both Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. I just, Only because I'd like to know because that, that would be interesting. He's I think at the time we had those details worked. It was, I don't know if Jumanji was out then, but but yeah, like we would yeah, say, uh, like we went to for one of the Fast and the Furious, we went to like wherever, you know, like we we would expand every time we told someone we'd add a little layer. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't have to be related to the film itself in any way. It just has to be it just right. uh, was playing in 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 a country you chose to go to, yeah. Because it was playing, and you you know, and that you would tend to probably see it in that in their in their language, you know, dubbed in their language, <laughs> yeah. wherever wherever you go to. So like, that's why you'd want the Rock because his movies. It doesn't matter what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. you know what I mean. You always know what the Rock is cooking. <laughs> and uh, you, you know the eyebrows do all the you know all the heavy lifting as it were <laughs> uh, uh, rampage was pretty deep but <laughs> <laughs> rampage and skyscraper the posters look the same like and then san andreas yeah. he's also in a helicopter like why are you oh my god yeah weird Three the same movie yeah mm. <laughs> uh hey what do you want uh, this movie you want monkey or no monkey uh, you, you want just the elements? Okay, we'll go just the elements this one. Uh, all right. We let me talk. let me try something here. Sabes lo que está cociando la roca? Oh, that's Spanish. For do you know what the rock is cooking? Oh wow! <laughs> nice. I thought it was going to be Spanish for. Uh, do you know if the theater is playing Kung Fu Panda 4? <laughs> God, I uh, wish I had translated that in like 10 different languages from all the places we've been. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> also, now you're just showing off that you've been places that need 10 different languages. We get it. You guys <laughs> yeah. travel. My God. <laughs> no, I, I meant in that lie that we made up. That we had traveled oh. a bunch to see the rock. <laughs> Settle down, Chad. Oh yeah, I apologize. <laughs> I tend um, to get a little hot. We are going to discuss your name one part at a time, but first we have some warm-up questions. Starting with one I don't know the answer to. I don't think. What's your tattoo situation? Okay. Um, my first tattoo that I ever got is a Tasmanian devil on my right shoulder blade. And that is still there. Then, and when you spin around, does it look like he's spinning around? 
Yeah, it really is. Except he's so little that I have to spin around so fast for it to look right. <laughs> so but, he's small. Uh, that, he's smallish. Yeah, very small. Yeah, like how close? Does somebody have to get close, like from a distance, to just look like a mole or something. Oh no, not that small. I would say you know you could be ten yards away. Well, I mean, listen, if you know my name is Chad, then you see anything that looks like Tasmanian devil on my body and you assume that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, then I had, uh, I had Spider-Man jumping out of my initials, but that is covered up. These, I, I got a bunch of these when I was real young. <laughs> I have, uh, on my left shoulder, covered I up with Chester what? Cheetah. What it's covered up, up with? with kind of like a thing for my grandma. There's a, she, she loved doves and she loved um, you know, big stained glass windows and she loves stargazer lilies. So I just did kind of a thing on my, on my shoulder down to my elbow and that covered that up. And then underneath that, there's a kind of a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of like, uh, I guess little, um, I don't even know what you'd call them anecdotes that have to do with animals. So there's, you know, the old Einstein quote, uh, if you, how does it go? If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, you will think it's stupid or we're all, we're all geniuses or I can't remember exactly how it goes, but um, that's on there. I got a bunch of those. I had four of those on my right forearm and then I have a tiger on my left forearm that has a bunch of words that I have been called in my life in unpleasant <laughs> tones. And that's like a tiger can't change his stripes kind of thing. And then um, on my left shoulder, I have Chester Cheetah with a Herschel Walker Jersey when he played for the Eagles. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of all over the place here, you guys. What a journey you just took us on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh it's a lot. You you start to get uh, age spots and uh wrinkly skin and you go, "Well, you know, it would help that ink." <laughs> oh, so you have gotten one, one or more of those recently? Uh the one on my right forearm I got recently. I don't think I actually have you know, too much to cover up yet. I'm 48. You probably didn't guess that by my excitement for Kung Fu Panda 4, but I am 48. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, you know, going back to that topic, I, I think that, um, you know, finding a movie that, you know, that your you and your kids agree on, uh, you know, it would be i feel like that's something of of a miracle you know just because you know yeah. kids like garbage and adults like things that are boring right yeah. you know what i mean those are the two genres out there really well i think um, that what helped is <laughs> when when i when i got divorced um the only the only thing i could really afford was netflix and that was on netflix at the time and so I ended up, uh, we ended up watching that because it was like, I knew it was safe. My daughter at the time was 12. And so I knew there was no problem with her watching it. And my son, you know, he was 17. He's always like, let's try this movie. And I'm just like, I don't know. That looks like a bra strap in the picture showing the movie. I don't know if we need that for a 12-year-old girl. So I just went to Kung Fu Panda a ton. And then because of it, we became huge fans. 
yeah, it's like kind of the Stockholm syndrome. You were just stuck there with that's right. and, uh, <laughs> all you had together that you all agreed on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's uh, I, I love that. And um, why no? So Kung Fu Panda is not represented in a tattoo yet. No. It is not yet. Maybe, uh, maybe sometime though. We got, right? uh, I got plenty of room left. I got a, I got a yeah. whole back and a bunch of legs left. Well, two legs, really go, a bunch uh, of skin. <laughs> a bunch. You, go, you know, you could. Uh, there's lots of great quotes from those movies. I assume so. You could keep going the quoting route if you want to have yeah. more for people to read when you're. Um, I suppose dead like you could do an open casket thing that's what i'd like to do uh, and on like a spit that spins so like people could see all the tattoos (laughs) and then a bunch of magnifying glasses on strings (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't want can't afford to lose any magnifying glasses in this process so they should be tied down for sure absolutely you have to yeah sure nobody grabs those very smart um okay so you uh you are clearly not afraid of the permanence of a tattoo and you're also willing to uh change a tattoo when necessary um so you're you're just fully in on the uh the whole tattoo thing so let yep. me ask you this have you in your lifetime uh had the opportunity like poe was a name that was chosen but for your dog, are there any right. other, um, you know, dogs or animals that you've been able to name personally? Um, not really personally. Growing up, I had a, an apricot poodle named Jack because my dad was a liquor salesman and Jack Daniels seemed to fit the bill. Oh, and then, yeah, and then we, we had a, I don't know what she was fully, but, um, a little really yippy lap dog that was named uh, Layla. Our our kids picked that one because um, they enjoyed Eric Clapton's song <laughs> Layla. Is that for real? <laughs> yeah, that is for real. Oh my god! That's such a. Why did they like that song so much? Were they were they forced to listen to a lot of classic rock? Um, I think what would happen is, so we had a rule in the car when they were growing up that if we were hitting seek and kind of letting it go or scan, I guess it would be, yeah. um, if it stopped on Elvis or the Beatles, or excuse me. Yeah. If it stopped on Elvis or the Beatles, one of them would scream it out and then they would get a point. So it was like radio skins, but only for those two. And then, um, I, I think a lot of times what would happen is it would just get left on that channel. And because of that, Layla would come on, but they knew the words. They liked the song. <laughs> I don't know. Did they yeah, ever think I about mean, naming it? Did they ever think about naming it cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> or tears from heaven. Yeah. You would, they almost named it tears from heaven. Yeah. You would reach tears out in heaven. You changed oh, yeah. the channel when they were kids uh, from from the song Cocaine if it came on. Yeah, most likely. Right? Yeah. It's M- just most so likely. It, it's so it's just very pro cocaine. I don't think there's a negative word about it. 
you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you can listen true. with your kids. You can listen to that the weekend song because it's about you know how addictive it is or whatever. How you can't oh, feel yeah. you can't feel your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Oh, here's another. Uh, can I, I'm gonna jump in here, and I'll yeah, tell please. you this. Spe- speaking of young kids naming animals with like uh, you'd never guess why, um, I was walking Poe around a lake once, and I heard this woman yelling, "Poe, come here! Poe, come here!" And so I go, "Hey, have you met my dog? Did someone else like bring him for a walk, and you met him?" And she goes, "No, my dog's name is Poe." And I go, "Shut up! That's crazy." And then she said, uh, "I go, well." how did you name your dog Poe? And she said, my 14 year old soon to be stepdaughter named him Poe after the uh, poet Ed- Edgar Allan Poe. Right. And then she said, well, how did you name your dog? And I said, after the panda in Kung Fu Panda, I felt real dumb <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just say same, same? No disease. chance, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> name mine we after named the him. singer from the yeah. 90s that had that song yeah, Angry that's Johnny what I was thinking. that's where I thought it was going <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was going Edgar Allan Poe route but yeah, it could have been, like... been Teletubby could have been Star Wars there's a lot of them <laughs> yeah. if I named a dog after Poe I'd tell people because he killed a raven <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> I watched it kill a raven and I was like never more We'll call you Poe just to shame you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So this is going great. You're really passing the test with flying colors. And uh, we have to take a break. So we're going to do that right now. And we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and we're still in the pre-questions uh, uh, on the uh, schedule. Buildings, cars, boats, and shit. Do you name that stuff in your life, or do you just let it be what it is? I kind of let it be what it is. I have a, a Chevy Traverse, and my my buddy got, when he was drunk, he thought it said Travis. And so... <laughs> So we do call my traverse Travis, but other than that, <laughs> I don't name, I don't name my boats or, um, you know, h- how do you name a boat when, uh, oh my God, what's the name of that show? All of a sudden I just had it and then I blanked. It's with Love Jason boat. Bateman. 
It's with Jason Bateman. It's the real uh, one with the Bill Arrested Bill Development. Stand. Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs> they named their boat the C word and spelled it S E A W A R D. I mean, that's, I don't yeah. think you beat that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Feldman used to have a joke that he doesn't, he never goes to SeaWorld because he doesn't like the C word. Um, <laughs> so, how do you say Traverse City, Michigan, when you say it? Traverse, just like you did, Traverse City. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Because but, 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 but then I would say never, they'll say Traverse. People who've never been there just say the word Traverse, so they go oh, Traverse right, City, right. and that just really—that sounds really weird to me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but, yeah, but I would say it if if you were out, ex, ex, you know, exploring, I would say I'm traversing. Right. Not I'm traversing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these Michiganders. It's a weird, yeah. And um, amazing that you know Michigander, because that's another weird one. That is one where it's normally right. You just add an end to the word of the of the state, but not them. <laughs> if I were if I worked in the state house there, if I was in politics there, whenever I put a document in front of somebody, I'd say take a Michigander at this. <laughs> It almost I'd really have like, fun with it. <laughs> it almost seems like somebody went over from Ohio and just like Michigan and really wanted them to do it. <laughs> all right. Now we lost all of our Michigan listener. No, um, come back. Please. Come back Grand dude. Rapids is great if you're blonde. Come on, dude. <laughs> um they got a comedy club there now, but it doesn't. It's not open in summer, and that's when I really would love to go to Traverse City. It's beautiful in the summertime. Um, yeah. A thing that we have Lord. to do as comedians, and Doug, of course, as I mentioned earlier, with his uh, fart safari albums, he's uh, he's mastered it. It's the uh, the act of having to name your albums and your specials. So this is a new. Uh, pre-question uh, that I'm going to start asking if Chad gives a good answer today. Um, what's your favorite and least favorite title you've given one of your specials or albums? Ooh, favorite uh, I think would be Footprints on the Moon. That and one. That's, uh, oh, that's that, a, that, like a line from one of your the bits on the uh, on it. Yes, yes. I I was saying that sometimes my son can be such a dope, but then other times he'll say something like, "I don't know why the people say the sky's the limit when there are footprints on the moon." <laughs> and uh, I sent him to his room so I'd have time to think about that because I didn't really understand it right <laughs> away, but. <laughs> Um, and then I would say my least favorite <laughs> is my first one. I did a, um, you know, the band five for fighting. Yeah. Right. So that yeah. is that that's based on a, on a hockey penalty. Uh -huh. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to do the same thing. And, and the cover of the album is me in a bunch of Minnesota wild gear in the penalty box and the name of the album is Two Minutes for Stale Hacking instead of Two Minutes for High Sticking. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Yeah. Can you see why it's my least favorite, Dougs? <laughs> <laughs> it's Damn. A... That is really something. Yeah, it's uh, pretty brutal. But the album, the material is all good and stuff. It's just uh, you, if you could change it, you'd go back and. You know, Doug, I'm think not of convinced a that it is. Reference. What? I'm I'm not convinced that it is good material. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was featuring around the country, and that term I know as so it's confusing sometimes because the feature stripper is the main stripper. But right. the feature in comedy is the person that goes in the middle. There's the yeah, hoster yeah. <laughs> MC, there's the feature, and then there's the headliner. So I was featuring, which means I was not making a lot of money doing that. So I needed something to sell on the road. And so I decided I was going to try to make the prettiest album cover. And I think the at the time, you know, it was like the first hour that I ever did. And I just wanted to have something with me to sell so I could get gas money and go from, from gig to gig to try to keep on keeping on. And, um, and, and that's what I did. Now he listened to this one time <laughs> I was in St. Louis at the funny bone at the Westport funny bone. And, uh, I was supposed to headline and, uh, Brian, um, I only slept one hour last night. You'll have to excuse me. Brian Regan was at the show or he, he came and he ended up, headlining so they had me open for him and then um he wasn't there when i went on stage the first show there was two shows on a thursday and so afterwards uh i went up and i said hey is there any way that i could um that i could sell these cds after the show because the shows were packed out you know because it's brian yeah. yeah and uh and he goes well i'll bring it up this show and so he goes on stage for the first show and he goes, hey, just so you guys know, Chad didn't mention it, but he's going to be selling his CD. Very funny. And if it's okay with him, I'm going to be over there too. Um, we're both going to sign the albums. And I was like, uh, yeah, it's okay with me, Brian Regan. And so um, <laughs> I was supposed to be on a 10-day 10, a 10 trip. And I brought, um, I, I think, 90 CDs with me, three boxes of, <laughs> of 30. And I sold out that night i think people just wanted brian regan's signature and it was great yeah. then i you know i had all this money right away didn't have to worry about it i wow. mean talk about talk about stepping up for another comedian what a stud wow that's so cool yeah, yeah very he's neat. always been a, a super nice dude and uh I, I like to think it rubbed off a little bit because i i've always uh uh, even if I don't have merch, I'll hang out at the merch table with uh, the opening acts and they can sell whatever whatever shit they want, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's a slick move because, you know, people people really, for the most part, I would say, a high percentage of the people there go to see the last person or the headliner. And so they do want a chance to say hello. And then if that person is at the merch table, then there's a good chance they're going to be there and they're going to want to, you know, buy something to, in good faith just to be there. So, yeah, that's a, a very slick move. Yeah, it's just uh, it's nice to create a hang, you know. So that's why I was, I was yep. bummed by the whole the whole pandemic business. And then, the, you know, uh, for a while after it, I wasn't terribly comfortable with, the, you know, being uh, 
you know, doing meet and greets, you know, but now I'm like back in right. full swing and I, I love it. All right. So yeah. the least favorite, I got to get that name again. There's what's it, something about stale hacking. Yep. Two minutes for stale hacking. <laughs> wow. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, that answer <laughs> delivered, you know, because, <laughs> You know, it's just uh, we all have things from uh, early on that. Uh, so, and I'm sorry, what did you say your favorite one was? I think it would be Footprints on the Moon. Oh, right, right, right. Um, well, that's excellent. Okay, finally, we're through all the uh, pre-questions. So now we can uh, just wrap it up and say thanks for being here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna go dig through your name bit <laughs> by bit. This is like kind of like the Oprah show. This might uh, make you cry. Um, okay. Growing up, Chad, how that? How was that for you? Well, it was fine because Chad didn't really become, you know, a the male version of Karen. Mm-hmm. Until, until much later, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody was like, "Oh man, you're you're being a Chad." And I, I look back and I, I hope that I didn't contribute. I don't think I contributed to that, but, <laughs> but who knows? Um, you know, you get the Brads and Chads and stuff like that. And so, uh, I don't think I contributed too much to the name getting a negative connotation. Um, but I, but I think it was just fine. You know, it was real easy. It was. You know, sometimes when someone was yelling dad at the beach, I would turn around because mm-hmm. I didn't think it was me. And then they'd be like, you're not my dad. I was like, okay, great. And then that would be that. But otherwise, I think it was pretty slick. Are you like n- nearby somebody would get slapped across his face and called a cad and you'd be like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, yes. Now, my fa- my father wanted me, I mean, if you want to get real serious about this, so here were my dad's first two inclinations when my mom told him she was pregnant and they were not married. They were 18. So his first inclination was abortion. And then my mom was like, we're not doing that. So then my dad, he goes, well, if you're not going to get an abortion, I'd really love to name him Elgin after Elgin Baylor. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. I would like you guys to remember what I looked like in San Antonio and tell me if Elgin would ever work. And then the answer is no. Elgin, what did you know? Horrible. That is the worst. Elgin. I think and I think Elgin is worse than abortion. So, <laughs> well, that's it was uh, the, when you were first telling the story. You were like, yeah, they had you know two options or whatever you were saying. I really thought abortion was the first name option, and I'm glad that she <laughs> threw it out immediately. Um, yeah, me, me too. That would like, be a no horrible to name. That. Yeah, and then, but then Elgin. So how did the Elgin get avoided? I think my mom was just like, listen, I mean, if, first, if your first inclination was abortion, you're not going to make a lot of the decisions here. And so... <laughs> <laughs> So they were watching, um, you know, the commercial, at least this is how I remember the story, but the commercial 
the uh, the guy came out and he goes, uh, "I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV." Yeah, because it's, it's Chad Everett from uh, yes. Medical Center. General Hospital, right? Gen- no, Medical Center, I think. Oh, General okay, Hospital okay, okay. was daytime. He was a prime time doctor, so he oh, was shit. huge. He was a big deal. That. Yeah, so, well, yeah, he later so... kind of famously, if you want to look it up, there's a fun clip of uh, Chad Everett was on uh, Dick Cavett show with Lily Tomlin, and he just starts being very sexist to her, so she just gets up and leaves. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Good for it's her. Pretty sweet. Yeah, so look up any of those names, and that'll probably pop right up. Um, so, well, I guess we know who. I guess we know who started the uh, assault on Chad. Then it was yeah, Chad Everett. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. You know, and then I think well, the question. Well, I got so many questions, but the first one is, um, uh, so just Chad on your birth certificate, C H A D, or is it short for like Chadwick or Chadley? So Chad, Chad it is Mo- just Chad it is just Chad. But my mom got so drunk at a family reunion once. She asked me if my name was short for Chadwick. And I'm like, I don't know, bitch. You named me. I have no idea. Wow. Wow. I know. That was the most, maybe the drunkest I've ever seen her, but it was very, very funny to everyone that was sitting around. Yeah, I bet. But to, but to answer your question, on my birth certificate, it just says Chad. Okay. Now, uh, you said you said the expression Chads and Brads is your uh daughter what we would call a Swifty? She is I mean yeah, I guess so. I guess so. She's <laughs> had me watch interviews with Taylor Swift and she told me all about this Taylor versions things and how she, you know she got her stuff bought by this guy that didn't like her initially and like all she told me the whole story. So yeah. I guess I would have to say she is a Swifty, but <laughs> she goes to school at a little private school now, uh, private college, and she just got to meet Billie Eilish. And I think that right now on her radar, it is Billie Eilish and Noah Kahan. Right. Yeah. That, those uh, are two, that, two big ones for her. Yeah, those are big. He was just on... Uh, he was just one of those ones that pops up on uh, SNL, and I'm like, who? But uh, yeah. he's a big deal. Yeah, he's got like next yeah. spring, he's doing his own show at the Hollywood Bowl. It's just that place is huge. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Okay, so anyway, I just I just wanted to make just check in with the fact that your daughter has probably is probably aware of Taylor Swift. Uh, using the expression uh, chads and brads as like the, the kind of people that she's, uh, you know, tired of hearing from like the, the like you said, the, the male Karen. Right. Um, and then that's pretty ballsy coming from someone named Taylor, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you're going to have to get into it with your own daughter. Uh, <laughs> if she comes to you and says, listen, listen, dad, Chad, um, to dad. What about this whole uh, how much how many dings did you get for the whole dangling Chad thing becoming an expression for a bit? Well, I'm going to tell you that when the term pregnant Chad comes out, it's not a great time to start gaining weight. 
because you hear it from every single person that hasn't seen you in three months. Oh, look, here comes a pregnant child. What is what? Why would they do that? <laughs> oh, because people are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> but what is that? Is that a is that a real expression like dangling Chad? Yeah. So pregnant Chad was when the, um, you know, the little piece of paper that you were supposed to punch all the way through when it was just hanging there. It was a, it was a hanging Chad or a dangling Chad. And then if it was if it was pushed outward, but not perforated, that was called a pregnant chat. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> I missed out on that one, but of course, being named Chad, you had to be told about it. Yes. Yeah. It was like breaking Absolutely. news when people would see you. They'd be so excited to get to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I introduced myself as Eric for two years. <laughs> uh have we had an eric on the show doug we had to have but i can't i can't think, think of yeah, one i was hand. just walking up to anyone who would listen like hey my name is eric and i'm going to bangladesh to watch a rock movie um <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so so we've determined that your name hasn't caused you too much chadversity. Um, <laughs> oh, that I like you're, that too much. That you're okay with it. And uh, what's going on with your middle name? Did they did they throw the old Englin? What was it? <laughs> Elgin? Erngen? Erngen? <laughs> um, Erngen? Did they put that in the middle slot or did they give, come up with something better? No, they came up with just my dad's name. So for a very long time, my middle name was Stephen. But then uh, when you get married, you can change your name legally and it doesn't cost you any money. So normally when you go change your name, it costs money yeah, um, because all the paperwork. But when you're filing for marriage, you can do it for free. And so I changed my middle name to Danger because I thought that was very funny. And uh, Stephen, if you remember, um, was uh, voting for abortion. So I thought we don't need his name on there. And so um, I just got danger. So now when I can tell people danger is my middle name and it's very childish, but I don't care. <laughs> Stephen V-E-N or P-H? Uh, V-E-N, V, yeah. Okay. And then you went with danger. So it's danger to this day. Danger to this day, yeah. Wow. We this is the most the things we're uncovering talking to you. <laughs> um go back and listen to other episodes. There's none of this revealing. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it's I just like, noticed? I just noticed that I told you I don't think that I was responsible for Chad becoming a the, the male version of Karen. Yet I've also told you I have a Chester cheetah tattoo, a Tasmanian devil tattoo, and that uh, I've I purposely changed my name to Danger. So maybe I am the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that, just say, say, being able to say that sentence, my middle name is Danger, is so so great. And so, uh, so silly. Um, it is very silly, yeah. What about 
we're running out of paperwork too. What's that? A lot of paperwork too. Changing a name. Well, not if you do it while you're getting married. I didn't have to do I didn't have to do too much. Because all you have to do when so when you get married, because a lot of people change their last names or hyphenate or whatever, it is just they eliminate the paperwork because it's whatever you put on your marriage license becomes your new legal name. Oh man, I'm yeah, kind of glad I didn't sweet. know that because I probably would have. Oh, done you would have had the too. craziest middle name. <laughs> you might not. You might have even gone full into. You might have changed your last name to Mallard if you knew you could. <laughs> It'd I be just, easy. I, I, I would be. I would be sick of having to call you Doug Dwayne the Rock Johnson Mallard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so what about uh, the last name Daniels? Uh, feels pretty uh, common. I think it is, yeah. Like lots of Daniels. It's no Smith or Brown or something like that, but it's up there. It is. It is pretty close. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, so it's uh, it is Scottish, but I, I so I'm assuming it was Daniel's son because I think that that is. You know, it would be like Irish would be Mick Daniels, and then, um, and they love Scotland the Karate would... Kid over there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Danielson. <laughs> and That's so... interesting because uh, you don't really hear of a Danielson. Like it seems very natural, like Michaelson or Josephson, but you don't really hear it that much. So maybe it's always just got chopped down to Daniels. Yeah, I mean, I I know a couple Danielsons, but I just figured. Yeah. At Ellis Island, I mean, you know, I'm assuming my relatives were pretty lazy just because of how I feel a lot. <laughs> and so, it's been so I bet down. they were just like, yeah, just like, let's just get to the S and forget it. I mean, you know, it just, it is snappier and um, it's worked for a lot of people like uh, Charlie Daniels and Jeff Daniels and absolutely do- dogs named Jack Daniels. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so we got to wrap it up, but I just want to say that, um, I always try to make an anagram out of, uh, people's names and it feels like you've sort of, uh, thought about it yourself a little bit because, um, there's some, where do you use the, the, the word, uh, you know, where do you say dad Daniels instead of Chad Daniels? That is, um, that's another name of a special that I did. It was oh, okay. It was recorded the day before Father's Day, and my kids were both there, and I brought them on stage, and I thought it would be a, a good name. Jeff Tate actually is who called me that for the first time. Comedian Jeff Tate. <laughs> you mean you mean Tef Jate? I do and, mean Tef Jate. That's uh, what I should yeah. have said. Damn it. So yeah, so Dad Channels is really that's really fun and has a has a nice flow to it. So. You know, I I wanted to create my own anagram from uh, from Chad Daniels, and um, we don't have a drum roll, but I wish we did because this is this is a really good one. Uh, the letters in your name also spell chained lads. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I bet you that doesn't I bet sound you, I great you, at all. That's for sure Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, 
All right. Uh, also, we always try to think of a, a pun that has something to do with the name Doug uh, uh, to go in the title of uh, the episode. And, um, hmm. Do you think of anything, Doug? Damn it. Kung, is there something with Kung Fu Panda? Doug, Doug Fu Panda? Doug, Doug Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> all right Doug Fu Panda got it um what would you like Amazing. to plug our gracious guest Chad Daniels what do you uh where can people come see you I would so you can I just announced my tour dates for 2024 and that's on chaddaniels.com and then I have a uh a new special hour of comedy that's out on YouTube. It's called Mixed Reviews, and uh, it's been getting some good, uh, some good traction. And um, you know, the the reviews, as it turns out, are not so mixed. People seem to like it. Well, that's uh, you know, I, I enjoy that you call this one Mixed Reviews, but maybe you've got the title for your next one already, and that would be Good Traction. Oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> Picking up steam. You know, yeah. Just give yourself just a little <laughs> bit more credit each time. <laughs> My fourth one could be called yet. Almost There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Almost There. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you for being here. Doug Meller, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'll be uh, in Austin, Texas next Thursday. I'll be headlining... The Red Room at Cap City Comedy Club at 8.30. So come on out. Next 30, Thursday the 14th. And catch my movie that I co-wrote called The Disappearance of Toby Blackwood, streaming on Peacock and Amazon Prime now for free. Check it out. What about you, dude, guys? That's getting better than than mixed reviews, yes? Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah do you That's, do you have uh, a number i bought that do right when have, it came out do you have like a rotten tomatoes number oh you know what i haven't uh hey I while know. you're looking that up i'd like to plug i didn't know when this was coming out so if i may i'd like to plug portland at the aladdin theater december 14th and then uh tacoma comedy club december 15th and 16th let's make it happen you guys yeah let's That's these a out. fun that's a fun run right there that's really cool. yeah let's make it happen yeah, no, please go see him. Um, Doug Loves Movies is uh, back at the Improv Lab in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv on December 19th. And I'm doing another Benson movie interruption on Saturday, December 16th at 4 o'clock at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. All my dates are at douglovesmovies.com. Thank you once again to Chad Daniels. What a what an illuminating hour! In well, thank you for having me, both of you, Dougs. <laughs> I uh, I had so much fun on Doug Loves Movies, and I was so glad you asked me to do this. And so uh, I can't wait to uh, work together again sometime soon. I love Eddie, it. Thank you. Yeah, we'll reach out. I'll, the the people will reach. <laughs> um, reach. Thanks, reach everybody. Me. For uh, listening, and as always, Doug Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>